1: Oh, it's another fabulous day, and I think that one of the great things that happens with authors is to really kind of figure out, okay, so which way do we go? Um, how do I get my books into bookstores? I mean, it's always a question, or do I care about getting into bookstores? What about libraries? Should I get into libraries? What, what about blogging? What's this thing about blogging that we really need to do? Do we really need to do it? Yes, we do. How about what's going on for coming up for this next year? There's just so much uh, to do and to know to be extraordinarily successful, and that's what we want our listeners to be, is extraordinarily successful. And so I thought what we'd do is I want to start a series with someone who has been a fabulous partner uh, with authors and moving them into bookstores to understanding the value of what reviews can do and certain types of PR and 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 the blogs and and what turns a book really into book, book, book sales. So with me today, as well as we'll have her back many times, is Amy Collins. Now, Amy started her career in the book industry as a book buyer for an entity called Village Green Books in upstate New York. In the mid-90s, she hopped the desk, and she enjoyed working as a national account rep for Prima Publishing, and then in the early 2000s, Amy was named the director of sales at Adams Media in Boston, which does really give you a good inside tip of how some of those big boys really are working because Adams certainly has been at forefront. She sold books to Barnes & Noble for her clients, Target, Costco, Borders, Walmart, and lots of private labels. And now she heads up a company called New Shelves Distribution. And I'm thrilled to say that she's one of the premier. Partners with AuthorU, and you can find out detailed information. Either go to the authoru.org website and just click on the tab that says Premier Partners, and you can see all about Amy Collins and New Shelves book distribution. But today, we're going to kind of focus in, on we're going to start out with PR and reviews and blogs and oh my, and what turns a, a book into sales and what will stop you dead in the water. And so, with that, Let's welcome Amy to the show. Hi, Amy. How are you this morning? I am well. Good morning. How are you? I'm fabulous. I'm fabulous. Well, let's get into this because we never know if it's morning or afternoon or evening when we have our listeners downloading everything. Ah, well, hello. How are you? Exactly. All right, let's let's jump into this. And um, why don't you? I mean, I've given you a little bit of your pedigree. And so, what is it that when 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 the types of books there are many types of press that gets the author a lot of attention, and there are some that just just shuts them down in a nanosecond. So. What's your experience there? What are you seeing? What's working today is, in, in, you know, in this, uh, you know, we're certainly into the new millennium now. There's been a dramatic change in publishing where we the Goliaths are merging, um, Penguin Random House now announcing their merger, but more and more is changing and will continue to change. So what do you see with your magnifying glass that's coming down the line here?
2: I get uh, I get asked a lot about where my author clients or, or your author clients I mean I get asked a lot about where they should spend their marketing dollars mm-hmm. not everyone can do everything I, I, I lots of, there's tons of options now for authors and publishers to do a lot of their own publicity and marketing but the time comes for a certain type of book and we'll discuss what types would benefit from hiring an outside expert and which ones wouldn't. But there are certain types of books that definitely can benefit from strong, professional, experienced PR personnel and marketing personnel. And there are some books that don't need them. And there are no hard and fast rules, but there's some general experiences that I've had that I'd love to share. Uh, And also what kind of PR and what kind of marketing turns into book sales and what kind feels good and makes the author, uh, gets the author a lot of attention, but doesn't always necessarily turn into book sales.
1: Oh, that's really important, Amy. And the other thing also I think is to tap in there are, um, I know for myself, who has has done a lot of PR over the years, people have always asking well how did you get on oprah and i said well i pitched it myself well how did you get a four-page spread in people magazine well i pitched it myself well how did you get in the national well i pitched it i mean there are times that you it makes sense to engage a professional to help do that pitching and there's also other times where the author just might be the cat's meow and doing it and maybe you could touch on some of that too i would love to
2: i would love to i have too many people in my past who who sign a check to a publicity house and think that they're, they're done, that they don't need to. No, you always I, I tell my clients all the time this book is your baby. Yes you've hired a nanny to take care of it from 9 to 5, but mm-hmm. you're still its parent. It is your job to raise this baby. You're the one who has to be calling up People Magazine and, and pushing it. No one's going to be as, as passionate about mm-hmm. your book as you are. Yes, there's a reason to hire a professional, but even when you're working on your own or whether you're working with someone else, it's your job. You are the parent. It is your it's your primary purpose. All so right. I have a I have several examples, and uh, Judith just cut me off when when you or or heard me any direction you wish. But I was I was thinking uh, when I was thinking about this show earlier that I have uh, I have a client, a particular type of client whose goal, when they publish a book, is not 100% to sell the book. 50% of their goal is to sell the book, and 50% of their goal is to draw people's attention to their business and their services. Certified financial planners, consultants whose job it is to to change the way a corporation thinks or works or acts, lots of times when you are a nonfiction publisher, you are not only trying... To sell a book, you are trying to sell yourself. Uh, self-help publishers, you have a wonderful book coming out by one of your authors, AJ, who uh, is, is fabulous, and 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 she gives speeches, and she's she's going to be wonderful on on the talking in the in the speech circuit. And and her book is a perfect example of this. Selling her book is is her prime goal, but also she has such an amazing message. She'd also like to get her message out there, and. For these authors, PR is absolutely key. Traditional PR, radio, television, newspaper, blogs, online—yes, y- they should be showing up on the front of the Google Chrome webpage, and, and articles about them should be showing up in-, in Yahoo.com and 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 all the and Huffington Post. And it's not just not just print, radio, and television, but big time media would definitely help an author. Achieve both their goals. Sell a book and get their message out there. You never know who's listening. And so there's no such thing as wasted press for that sort of author.
1: hmm Perfect. Now, All right.
2: on the other hand, there are authors in my, in my cadre who have written gorgeous, juicy morsels of fiction. Just tender writing, gorgeous, gorgeously written books. They're 100% of their goals are to sell their book. They, they don't care about, they don't even, they, they hate the spotlight, some of them, they, they don't want to get their name out there. All they care about is that these, these books that they've slaved over and that they've agonized over every word, that they find readers. It is a very, very different PR and marketing campaign for those sorts of buyers. Uh, Excuse me, those sorts of authors and publishers, because radio, and, and, and interviewing the author and even television will do very little good. And in my experience, and I have some solid numbers to back this up, Judith, we've, I've sent this to you in the past. We've, we've talked about this in the past. With my distribution company, we see over and over again that for certain types of books, cookbooks, fiction books, there are certain types of books where, where radio and television does not affect sales. Anywhere near the level that print does. And by print, I'm including the Internet. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's electronic print or ink, but print is print. And, and readers read. Fiction readers, cookbook readers, these, so there are some genres in our industry where people are poring over a newspaper and they see a, a, a recipe or they, they read a review and they immediately either rip out that section of the newspaper or they grab a pen and they jot down the name or they're already online and they quickly click over to Amazon and they buy a book. These are the same people that when they're in their car listening to the author on the radio, they think it's amazing, it's wonderful, but it very rarely it turns into sales in the sense that they then go home Three hours later and remember the name of the book and the author and, and order oh, yeah. it or they get to the bookstore. Traveling from one to the other rarely clicks in as thoroughly as some of the business books and the self-help books that we were also talking about. So that's just been my experience, and, and I would love to, to talk about what does work for people.
1: All right. So let's get into that. We've got just just shy of two minutes before our first break. So let's open up that first point. Why don't we just start down the line and kind of go through a point one, two, three of uh, the do's and don'ts, which I love. I love do's and don'ts.
2: Okay. If you are a fiction author, if you you have written, whether it's YA fiction or children's books or, or, uh, you know, grown-up fiction, there are some general do's and don'ts. Again, there's always exceptions, and this is these are not absolutes, but some general do's and don'ts. Do make sure that you reach out to every reviewer you can find. There is no such thing as too small of a review. There's no such thing as too small of a blog. If, if, if somebody who has an actual history of reviewing books or interviewing authors asks you for a copy of your book, send it to them.
1: You know. Do what not Go ahead. I was, was going to say, Amy, one of the things that I think a lot of authors, we've got 30 seconds here, but one of the authors seem to get so stuck on is, well, oh, my God, but If I, you know, I, have to, I have to send a copy of my book. It's going to cost me money. I always tell them, for God's sakes, get over this. This is part of marketing. Plan on getting, you know, you're going to move out several hundred copies of books this way.
2: When we get back from the break, I would love to mm-hmm. talk to you about the fact that nothing sells a book like a book.
1: In your hands. All right. Amen to that. We'll be right back. My guest this morning is Amy Collins. She is the uh, head visionary of New Shelves uh, Books, and we will be looking at all kinds of things to get your your book in in the bookstores on the shelves out there. I'm Judith Briles You're listening to your guide to book publishing. And we'll be right
0: back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network.
3: Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop and publish your book without being good with If you already have a book out punch, and panache. Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at AuthorU.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author you and on Facebook at Author you, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful.
4: Do you sell stuff? Do you want to sell books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The Free Terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract, all equipment is free, extremely low rates, and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Alan at TheFreeTerminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. Free Terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both U and Judith for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no-contract U deal. Tells
5: a story. And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Sellinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for... Excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303 985 4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an F.O.J., friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your Guide to Book Publishing.
0: Welcome back to your Guide to Book Publishing,
1: All right. We are all about selling books today and what authors need to do to strategize for both fiction and nonfiction. My guest for this podcast is Amy Collins. She is the visionary for New Shelves Books Distribution. You can find it at newshelves.com com and we were just really going down the fiction line and let's and and, and what happens and you know one of the big bugaboos amy is that well if someone gets a book my book review it's they're going to sell it on amazon as a used book or they're going to put up on ebay and your response to them is what
2: fabulous terrific (laughs) yeah please oh yes send them more (laughs) <laughs> I, I have the same. I have the same reaction from my clients. I, yeah. I, I, I would say the following to anyone who is about to print some books or anyone who's in the final stages of putting their marketing plan together. Even if you've already printed them and your marketing plan is done, I'm still going to say the same thing to you. Mm-hmm. Nothing sells a book like a book. It is your best, strongest, least expensive tool to sell more books. And when you are putting your marketing plan together, if you have not, I'm, I'm begging you if, you, if you listen and if you do nothing else I've told you in the next hour, I am begging you, set aside the funds to print about at least 500 copies of your book, knowing that they're going to be given away for nothing, knowing that they will be free. Set aside money in your, in your plan for postage, not media mail. Uh, Please do not send your books media mail, actual postage, either second class or priority mail. There's some amazing deals right now with FedEx. Um, UPS is a little expensive, but FedEx Ground has some terrific deals. Research the best way to get your books out there. Uh, This is what we do here. When we do review campaigns or when we send books out to reviewers or to buyers, we know that those books, we know deep in our heart those books are probably either going to end up on a bookstore shelf at a bookstore somewhere or sold online on the Internet. Mm -hmm. And we warn our clients ahead of time. I'm not saying that I agree with this. I'm not saying it's a good idea. But when I send a book out to a reviewer, I lose the right to decide what that reviewer is going to do with the book. It is not my business. And... I'm a firm believer that the books find their way into the right hands. I, I call whether you believe in the law of attraction or, or you believe that the universe makes things all, that everything works out all right in the end, or even if it's just random chance. It has happened too much for me to scoff at the idea that the more free books you have out there, the better chance your book is going to fall into a really helpful hand. And so, yes, you may send your books out book reviewers and yes you will have paid five dollars and ten cents priority mail to get it to them and yes that pinches your marketing budget and that reviewer might not even review the book they might turn around and take it to their nearest used bookstore where it'll sit on the shelf and my response is thank god you now have one more book on a shelf that somebody might pick up and read and who knows who they will tell about that book
1: who knows where that book might end up so one of the things that i'm that our authors really need to understand is they have to move out of really poverty thinking this is poverty thinking that, you know, what can I do? It's the same thing where I've, I've had to go through with authors who want to drive all their book sales to their websites because they'll get more money net versus through Amazon or bookstore. And, and sure, that's hunky-dory, but the reality is they're not going to remember the name of your website as easily as, oh, God, I know where Amazon is, or I know where my favorite BNN is, or I fill in the blank where the bookstore is. And I think that authors have got to step away and just move what can... What will be the easiest resource for my potential buyers to find me?
2: Exactly. Also, keep in mind um, when when you're an author and you have, no matter how gorgeous your website is, and Judith, I've seen some of your author's websites; they're really well done. But I don't know them, mm-hmm. and so giving them my credit card number makes me a little nervous. It does. I mean, it does. It, I, don't, I mean, yes, the book looks great and, and, and the site is, is colorful and clean and it looks professional, but in this day and age, I'm a little nervous about giving my, my credit card number out to an author or a publisher whom I've never heard of before. I, I glanced and saw a copy of their book. So I'm more comfortable giving my credit card number to Amazon.com. There's, there's a strong return policy. It's a proven entity. I don't have to worry about it. And so if I'm a nervous Nellie, Why put one more roadblock between me and buying your book? Why give me even a moment to go, ooh, I don't know. No, 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 no. I want to buy it from the author, fine, but ooh, Amazon, go for it. I would rather have the author take my $3.80 through Amazon than not get anything because I get a little nervous about her website.
1: Yeah, and, and the reality is, hey, Amazon's already stored all the credit card information. It's a one-click away, and the Absolutely. book is on the way. So let's make it easy. Okay, let's let's continue with our list. For, so, fiction authors, um, and, and also I'm non. Sorry, f-
2: Judith, may I interrupt just for one last yeah. little bit of tidbit about giving away free books? Huh? What we do here when we send out books for review or when we send out books to buyers, and I would recommend that everyone do this, is we put a small. Ours are bright orange but a small, bright sticker over the ISBN barcode on the back of the book Uh that says, sample copy, not for resale. Now, I put my name and phone number on it in case anybody wants to contact me about the book, because that's my business, but if an author truly is nervous about it, they can go to discountlabels.com or any one of a number of websites and and create these little two-by-two stickers and put them over the ISBN on the back of their book, and that... That will help a little bit in terms of the resale, but please, if, if the last thing, I, I just want to em- you know, emphasize this again, the more copies of your book you send out for free, in my experience, and I have seen, I have hundreds of clients who do this, the more books you will sell.
1: All right. So you, that's a normal thing you do when you send out all books. You just put that sticker across the ISB again. With it's your, with, part of our process. Yeah. With your name. Perfect. That's an excellent tip. Excellent tip. Sample right. copy, not for resale. Sample copy, not for resale. All right. In fact, I'm going to rewrite that and put it in the author you easy under member tips next month. All right. So here we go. We've got for fiction authors, we've got, and also this applies to nonfiction, uh, listener, dear listeners, that you want to get it out to all the reviewers that, that you can get the book in your hands and bloggers. And so what's our next tip, Amy? Hmm. Let's see.
2: Our next tip for getting it. Oh, yes. And, and this is key. Remember how I said readers read?
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Well, reviews are great, but getting articles written about an author or about a fiction novel is incredibly difficult. Uh, getting, but, but you want more print than just reviews. You, the author and the publisher should be working very, very hard to get the author interviewed. And to get, um, to get information out there about the author as well, unless you're pathologically shy or, or completely uh, terrified at the idea of this, it is wonderful to get, to, for me as a reader, I love reading about the author. There's got to be some fabulous story about each of the authors listening out there that they can turn into a pitch. And so, again, it's tougher if you're a fiction author. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about fiction authors right now. If you're a fiction author who has written a book, uh, a coming-of-age novel, uh, about a young girl in Kansas, then maybe you come up with two or three pitches based on actual truth in your life. Either you can, if if you've written this this coming-of-age novel and there's a car accident in, in one part of the book, maybe you've researched uh, Mothers for Drunk Driving Heavily, maybe in in your story there's um, a a diving accident and you've done a lot of research about head injuries or, or head and neck injuries. Maybe you can connect with a nonprofit that is connected to some element in your book whether it's a car accident and Mother's Against her Driving or, or a diving accident or, or whether or not there's a, um, a, a women's domestic issue in your book, a domestic violence issue. Find a nonprofit organization that is somehow connected to a, a theme in your book and a theme and a thread in your, in your story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and create a nonprofit entity or, or part of your publishing program. Give a small portion of your profits And to this charity, and then you have a wonderful hook to reach out to to newspapers in and around an area. Yes, you've written a wonderful book about coming of age in Kansas. What are you going to do? Call up every newspaper in Kansas and tell them you grew up in Kansas? So did everyone else there. Not exciting. (laughs) Exactly. So So you've written a. An, yeah, this amazing novel about this young woman. Well, 52% of the population were a young woman at one point. Not exciting. Yeah.
1: yeah. Find well, so, a way. So it's find a hook. To, yeah.
2: And the, one of the best ways to find a hook is to connect to a theme in your book and research it. Well, you probably research it thoroughly for your writing. And if you haven't, shame on you. But All if right. you haven't, then go research it and connect and, and become a spokesperson
1: Okay, so when we come back, let's hop into how we could tie that into the blog world as well. I'm Judith Bryles. My guest today is Amy Collins, and we're talking about how to move your books out of your garage into big sales. I'm Judith Briles.
0: This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Briles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network.
4: Since 1987, Colorhouse Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing, Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com.
6: Do you need postcards that make a statement? How about business cards, flyers, brochures, or NCR forms? Tuvets is the solution for all your printing needs. Providing services specially designed for authors, we deliver exceptional quality colored printing. Most important of all, we specialize in reducing your printing costs. No more waiting. No more standing in lines at your local printer. Online proofing. With our pricing tools calculator, you can get instant quotes on all your printing products, as well as shipping rates all over the United States. Just a few clicks of the mouse and you're on the way to discovering how easy and convenient online color printing should be. Contact our friendly, human account representatives. We recognize that you want answers, not voice prompts. Visit our website at www.tu-vets.com or call one 800
3: When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your time Enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies, it requires support. Superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward.
0: Welcome back to your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the rockstar radio network coming up you'll hear more about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host Dr. Judith Bryles.
1: Alright, we are deep in the heart of how do we get your books out there invisible. Amy Collins, my guest for this uh for this show, gave a fabulous tip if you're just tuning in about um uh, putting a bright sticker, like brilliant neon. Neon is like bright, um whether it's green, yellow, orange, fill in the blank. That over the ISBN on the back, and that, that just literally says sample, you know, it says sample. Uh, uh, use not for resale, and then your contact information doesn't mean that they'll not pull it off and resell it. But it's just a little reminder. Um, so we are talking fiction. Things to do: reaching out, getting all the reviews you can. Remember that readers read, and uh, and 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 how to create that hook. Mm-hmm. How to create that hook. So, Amy, why don't you continue?
2: Well, <clears throat> we were talking about how for fiction authors focusing on on their own activities and even if they've hired a PR company every day they should invest some time in their own PR and marketing activities and in my opinion uh, backed up by hundreds of fiction writers that I work with um, in my opinion you can't do better than keeping in mind that readers read we've been talking about that for a little while now and that for fiction when we say print, we mean electronic print and ink print. Mm-hmm. We mean both. And the, um, the, the, one of the best ways to get the, the word about your book out there is to go look for research and find bloggers. Bloggers who are blogging about other novels. Bloggers who have written their own novel. Bloggers who are focused and passionate about a particular topic. Spending time online every day. Yes, Google is fabulous, but you can also use Alexa and Technorati. There are a, a great many tools that. Uh, and if anyone's interested in in using these tools or getting links, they can. I will uh, supply them to Judith, and she can put them up on her site. There are some fantastic websites where you can go to research the top bloggers on a particular genre or a particular topic, and then you reach out to them. Uh, Judith, shall we take a few minutes discussing how to reach out to bloggers? Yep, yep,
1: let's do it. Absolutely. All
2: right. Let me start. You asked earlier for some do's and don'ts. May I start with a scenario to not do when you're reaching out to a blogger? (laughs) Here's a big don't. Do not, while watching reruns of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, make a list of all the blogs that you think might be a good fit for your book, and the next morning, at 8.30 in the morning... Send out a mass email, blind CCing all the bloggers, saying, Dear Blank, I thought that you might want to see a copy of my book, and I would love to have you write a review of it. Uh, here is a sample chapter. Best of luck. Please call me when you want to post my blog. Love, author no that's not how to do it there's a whole bunch of things that's wrong with that scenario but the one thing is that when you're researching a blog you need to give it your full attention you need to give it your full attention you need to read several of these bloggers posts you need to make sure that you understand who this blogger is and what it is they stand behind and you need to to write them an individual email dear lisa I was reading with interest your Qigong blog about natural healing, and I recently wrote a novel uh, about a Qigong teacher, about a woman who, who after years of struggling with with personal health issues, decided to take control of her own health and her own body. Now, yes, this is a novel, and I see that your blog is, is about, you know, beginner Qigong practitioners, but I thought that they might find this book interesting. I really enjoyed the blog that you wrote about working on the third chakra. found it fascinating. I hope you have a great day. If you'd like a copy of my book to consider for a review or to read so that maybe you can give me an endorsement or to suggest to your blog followers and your readers, would love to send you a copy. And then sign it. You know, hugs and kisses, Amy. Not hugs and kisses, but, you know, sign it professionally. You know, all the best. Amy Collins, author of... Uh, you know, going on my way. So that's how to approach a blogger. It is not something that you do mass emails fast as possible. It takes time. The reason why publicists charge three or four thousand dollars a month is because they do it right. And to do something right takes time. If you don't have the money to hire someone to do it right, then do it right yourself. Just my two cents.
1: Well i and I think that and i 've also told t- t- told our listeners over the past is that you start following that blogger so you can get a, a a tune of what they're about, and you join in the conversation so maybe your name might have start having a little recognition before you start saying even reaching out I, I just think that it's a you know it's a long-term connection here it's not something that okay today i'm going to talk every blogger and i'm going to do what you said you know say, hey, hey i'm fabulous and you want to look at my book and i'm get, can i send it to you you just can't do that
2: no and, and, ma- you, and you need to prove to them that you know that you know who they are and what they stand for nobody wants to be spammed or to get junk mail or to be asked to do in essence you're asking them a favor
1: Oh, Amy! I just came off a cruise. Um, Even though I was downloading email every other day, I still had two thousand emails by the time I got back, and I was dealing with it. It was just overwhelming. um, Through all of that, and a a a, lot—it's certainly always a lot of junk, but it's it's a lot. People, I I I get maybe ten requests a day from people asking me to read their book and recommend it. I don't even know these people. So, you know, Judith. Judith, if you'd gotten a request that said, "Dear Judith, I've been following
2: your blog for a long time. Mm -hmm. I actually really enjoy Joel Joel Freelander's uh, blog, which I found by by being a follower of yours. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I've been a huge admirer. I I understand you're very busy and that you get tons of these requests. But I've actually written a book for new authors." And because you're such an expert in this area, I was wondering if you'd take a few minutes and just flip through it and tell me if the advice or the the guidance makes, you know, if it resonates with you at all. I'm, yeah. I'm certainly not expecting you to do this, but because I'm such a huge fan of of your work in your blog, um, I I'm sending you this copy of the book. Yeah.
1: And send her send you a copy of the book, not an email asking just. exactly and Um, you know what my response amy would be i would immediately respond yes i'd want to see it because i write a book review every month on books that are for writing and authors and publishing so i'm always on the scan horizon for new stuff that i can share and recommend and i will only do it if i physically can see the book and if
2: If you have to write them back and ask for a copy of the book, you may do it. What if you're really busy? What if you're overwhelmed that day and there's 400 emails still waiting? You might uh, intend to get to it later, Mm -hmm. and you might not. Send them a copy of your book. At least send them a PDF, low-res with a watermark across it. Again, uh, free copies of your book out there is not a threat to... Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I'm telling you Amy, I'm one of these people. I I don't want to see another PDF. I 'm I'm, I'm on the computer so much um, that I really do want to physically look at a book um, okay, on that great. It does, you know, and I tell people I said, here's my address, just send it and I 'll look at it and I 'll let you know right away if I'm going to you know, highlight it. I mean I respond quickly on that kind of stuff, but I'm always yeah. scouting for new books that I think that'll warrant. OK, so tips on how to approach great tip. Um, what else do we have in there?
2: Well, um, when you're going after print. There are the traditional, time-honored print areas. Mm-hmm. Yes, a blog will make a difference in terms of your search engine optimization. Yes, cross-posting to other blogs to your website and making sure that every blog also has your book, your book link on Amazon. Very important. This is important if you're going to rise in the rankings and the searchability, and if even and if your Amazon searching is going to increase. It will reach out to and perhaps convince tons of people to give your book a look and to flip through the search inside on Amazon. But nothing is going to affect sales more than getting into one of the hollowed, huge print venues. These venues are as follows. USA Today. I have never, ever seen a book in USA Today with any sort of presence that didn't turn into a huge seller. USA Today sells books. People magazine sells books. Entertainment Weekly sells books. Rolling Stone magazine sells books. Let me tell you a few venues that don't sell books based on my experience. The Washington, excuse me, the Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street Journal, and when I have nonfiction authors, business authors, I cannot tell you the number of times they've been so excited about a Wall Street Journal article uh, about their book, and 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 or an in-depth an in-depth article in Forbes. Mm-hmm. They get very excited about Forbes, Business Week, Wall Street Journal, and it does not almost it almost never turns into book sales. And let me explain why.
1: Okay, you know what? I've got 30 seconds, so let's come back. Uh, 10 seconds actually here. So let's come back on that because that's, um, that almost opens up the snob factor that that I like to talk about sometimes. So let's come back on that. I'm Judith Bryles. Amy Collins is my guest. We're talking about what sells books and what doesn't. This is your guide to book publishing, and we'll be right back.
4: If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The free terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract, all equipment is free, extremely low rates and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Allen at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. The Free Terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both AuthorU and Judith for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no contract AuthorU deal.
3: Book Shepherding Concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the Book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems, you want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, or by a publishing service provider, or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today. 303 303- Eight eight five two two zero seven. That's three zero three eight eight five two two zero seven. Or email her at judith at By the way, Briles is spelled B R I L E S. Follow Judith on Twitter at mybookshepherd and on Facebook at the Book Shepherd.
7: Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com.
0: Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network.
1: always during our, our commercial breaks, I get to chit-chat with our guest and I was sharing my people experience and how I pitched. I ended up getting a four-page coverage and actually a spot on the cover being featured on the cover of the magazine. Suzanne Somners was the big picture on the magazine. But anyway, how People Magazine operates is they, they're a buzz follower. It's not something when you pitch something brand new. Um, and, and it is difficult. As Amy was saying, Rolling Stone is hot. USA. Is, is hot. Um, Entertainment Weekly is hot. And th- those are. With people, um, entertainment, Rolling Stone, they're, they're more into known people. But it doesn't mean you don't pitch it and you don't put your name out there. People does follow the buzz. They like to see who else is talking about you before they decide they're going to talk about you. USA Today is really a great legitimate shot. Um, I know I still show up in USA Today. I'm one of their USA road warriors. So they come out for me to quote. And I can tell you, I wrote a little letter. I was so outraged at, at the experience I had with TSA of all the traveling that I remember having dinner with friends, I said, I am just so sick of being I'm so sick of being filled up I'm fed up with it, and I wrote an article I sent it into USA Today, they went holy schmoly, they went out to all the road warriors they all went holy schmoly it ended up being a cover story, I had five paragraphs quoted, and by the way, listener, that's a lot in USA Today and it went, the silly thing went viral, landed on Brian Williams Nightly News, it landed on the Today's show—you never know. So pitch, pitch, pitch. All right, Amy, back to you. <laughs> do you like that story?
2: <laughs> I do. I, well, I don't like it actually, but I, I do. I, I, I have to say that uh, we were talking during the break about how hard it is to get. I mean, you know, of course, getting into USA Today is extremely difficult, and getting into um, getting into USA Today, but also getting into People magazine. I mean, your experiences are extremely rare, but it, but you have to try. You absolutely have to try. And and you at this point in history, you, there are never everyone is available to everyone. Thanks, thank God for the internet. You can mm. find out uh, who is the book editor at USA Today simply by going online. It, it's 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 unprecedented access. And there's nothing stopping you from trying and sending out print. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to approach print journalists, magazines, newspapers, and timelines. Because it's a little different. But first I want to – I'm sorry, go ahead. It, It is. And
1: I just want to add on, USA Today, of all of them, is always looking, 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 looking. So put them at the top of your list. So you just go in and find out who that book editor is, and also you go into the section. If you have business, if you have travel, if you have if it's money, if it's entertainment, whatever it is, uh, politics, whatever your book is about, find out who those writers are. You read USA Today, subscribe to it online. It's free, and you can follow up, and you know who the names are, and you pitch it, and you give kudos to those. Oh, those uh, writers, those reporters about an article that they've done that you'll like it, so you start building those connections, as Emmy was talking about, and even developing those connections with the bloggers. Okay, your turn, Amy.
2: Well, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's a, a fantastic point. We were talking before the break about, about news outlets that help the author get his message or her message out, but doesn't always turn into book sales. Forbes. Business Weekly, um, uh, Wall Street Journal, my opinion, and it is only my opinion, but again, based on some experience, is that the Wall Street Journal and Forbes often will give so much information from the book that the reader does not feel that they need the book now, that they, they, they got the just, just the gist of it. They, they got enough, and they're going to take the article, and they're going to implement a, a general sort of feel-good aspect. They don't want the details. And to, to that point, I would say that for those readers <clears throat> who are not perhaps huge book readers but who are more magazine readers, who, more, who enjoy just getting the gist of it, you are going to probably get more business. If you're a consultant or a speaker, you'll get a phone call. You just won't sell a book. I love, love the services, and you can find them online. Again, Judith, if you'd like, I'll I'll send you a link. But there are several services that will take a nonfiction author's book and turn it into a five- to six-page paper, and it's a subscription service. And the subscription service has sometimes tens or hundreds of thousands of subscribers who who will subscribe to books on certain topics, leadership, sales, marketing. And, they, and they, they subscribe, and the author gets a cut of the synopsis of their book that is being sent out to these subscribers. Airplane Magazine. If you have written a nonfiction business book, you had better be pitching the editor of every Airplane Magazine out there. This is the perfect place to find your market. Unless, of course, your business book is for, you know, humane society, uh, you know, employees. I mean, yes, I mean, with a few exceptions. But there, But think about what your goals are. Is it to sell a book or is it to expand your business? Will having a book help you expand your business? Or is it mainly you just want to sell a book and then fit your approach to the places that will help you achieve those goals?
1: Okay. And, and that's, that's ideas. Do you want to mention a, a couple of those spots to go? Do you want to go down that avenue now or do you want to do that on another show? Uh, a couple of. I'm so sorry, Judith. A couple of which spots? Uh, uh, services. Mention a couple of the services that do that.
2: I don't. I don't have them called up now. But what okay. I will do, Judith, is I will send you a link to several of them that you can put Perfect. on your website if you'd like.
1: Perfect. So what we can do is we can go out and we'll. We're going to actually. Um, well, I'll 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 announce where we're going to put them on the link, but we'll put them we'll put them on the author you website. You know, hot hot deal. We'll make it like that, or maybe we'll put it on the book shepherd site. I'll, I'll come up. All with right, it. I'll let everybody know.
2: <laughs> and I'll put a link on my blog. I there's yeah. a blog on newshelves.com, dot com, and I'll make sure that the information is there as well.
1: Okay, sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. So yes, so you're
2: out there and you're trying to get print and you're trying to achieve your goals, whether it's book sales or or expanding your business through book awareness. And you've gone after reviewers, you've gone after print, you and when appropriate, radio and television is is being pitched. You're giving away free copies of your book every time you turn around. The answer is yes, I'd love to. And you are turning you are turning your book marketing efforts into a machine that is going to get, if we're lucky, hundreds and hundreds of copies of your book out there that nobody has paid for. Because those books are going to get you the readers, they're going to get you the mouth, the word of mouth that you're looking for.
1: This is actually all a
2: good thing, guys.
1: So let me ask you this. So you, you had said, and, and we, don't, we only have three minutes here, so what reviews can hurt an, an author? Are there any out huh. there that can be the kiss of death?
2: Yes. Yes, uh, but not the kind that I think your readers think I'm going to say. Uh Oh, Um, (laughs) a little bit of intrigue here. (laughs) Well, I'm here to tell you, if Grady Harp, one of the top book reviewers from Amazon, destroys your book on Amazon, it is not going to hurt your sales very much. It may actually help it, because there's lots of people who don't like Grady Harp's reviews or don't like his book, or if you get a negative review in in your local newspaper that said, I I was very excited to receive this book from local author so-and-so. However, I I have to say I can't recommend it because the violence and the the descriptions were just a little too graphic for me. That's golden. Golden. It's a bad review. But there's tons of people out there who love Blood and Guts and Gore, and, and that's exactly the kind of book they're looking for. there's no such thing as a bad review from a legitimate reviewer the kind of review that's going to hurt your sales and hurt your credibility and hurt you in the long run is the fake review the paid review the review that does not really exist
1: okay now you know there there we do have um, a a pay-per-view i don't know if Few, the Blue Ink Reviews is actually, and it's, it's one of our author you members, is getting some nice recognition. I mean, they're doing a great job. Um, they charge a few hundred dollars. I can't remember what it is because it goes out. They pay the reviewers. It's a service that they do. They pay reviewers. But we're finding libraries are really paying attention because they're such high quality when they come back and how they're displayed that orders are coming for authors off of these reviews. Now, it doesn't mean that all reviews are going to be good because they're a bit not good reviews.
2: Oh, well, that, that, that is actually what I meant. What I meant was paying for a good review. You, what you're talking about is a review that is still a complete and totally independent opinion. You're, yes. not, you're not paying for a rave. What I'm talking about is when you go on Amazon.com and you see 57 five-star reviews and no negative reviews, yeah. that is going to probably get your book. Uh, Amazon has a way of, of dealing with people who... Who pay for good reviews. You're talking about, you're talking about compensating review companies for independent, for, for reaching out to independent reviewers. That's very yes. different. That's yes. That's very
1: different. That is very what different. I've talked about. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we have, we have just a few seconds. Let's do a quick wrap up here, Amy, and then we're going to have to reschedule you. We have 10 seconds. I would love that. Uh, I would love that. Readers read. Give away as many books as you
2: can. Uh, figure out what your goals are and then find the venues that will help you best achieve those goals. And when you're doing your research and when you're reaching out to people and doing your own publicity and marketing, there's absolutely no substitution for taking the time and the care to get to know the people you're reaching out to. It'll definitely benefit you in the long run.
1: Thank you, thank you. Good information and, and take it to heart. Listen through it, go through it. I would suggest you all listen to this podcast again on download. There is just tons of information here. I'm Judith Bryles. You're listening to Your Guide to Book Publishing.
0: Thank you for being a part of Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles each week a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you the author to the next level you'll learn tips and secrets on how to create strategize develop publish and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey how to avoid the publishing predators how to create an author and book platform that rocks learn how to make a living with your words and your